0: that I have another opportunity to open my lips, O God, uh, and to proclaim the goodness of the Lord and the glory of the Lord and the anointing of the Lord. Uh, have mercy upon us, O God, according to thy loving kindness, uh, according to thy tender mercies, O God. Uh, I will bless you and I will praise you and I will glorify the name that's above every name, uh, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, hallelujah, Praise God. uh, Praise God. I thank you, Jesus. uh, Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. uh, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive, alive forevermore. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah. My Jesus is alive forevermore. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah, my Jesus is alive, 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 alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive, alive forevermore, alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah. My Jesus is alive forevermore, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, my Jesus is alive, sing hallelujah, Sing hallelujah, my Jesus is alive forevermore. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, my Jesus is alive, 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 alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive, alive forevermore, alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord God, that you live. We can live also, Lord. I thank you again this morning, God, for your goodness, I thank you for the grace, O oh God, that you overcome death, hell, and the grave this morning. Jesus, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, God. I ask you forgive us of all sins. Uh, cleanse us from all unrighteousness, God. Keep us in perfect peace uh, as our minds stay upon you this morning, God. Uh, I pray that you would touch your people again today with your word, O oh God. Uh, enlighten us and strengthen us uh, this morning, God, according to thy perfect will in Jesus' precious name, and Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you this morning, amen. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord again today. What a glorious day, a beautiful day that the Lord has made, amen. And we will rejoice, uh, and we will be glad in it, amen. We want to get right back into our lesson this morning from the epistles of John, amen. We've been studying the epistles of The book of John, amen, according to close to the back of the Bible, amen. And it's important that we get into these lessons because John has already told us that he wants our joy to be full, amen. And he wants to strengthen our faith and he wants us to know that we have eternal life. Amen. Is there anything about the resurrection that you may not understand? It is to give us life and that more abundantly. Praise God. Now we've been looking at this thing that John has been talking about in 1st John chapter 3. Amen. He tell us that what makes us to become children of God, and that is to love our brothers and to operate in righteousness continually, Amen. And he also tell us to don't be ashamed or don't marvel that the world will hate us for being Christians. Amen. Because we are the children of God. He lets us know that they hated Jesus first before they ever hated us. Amen. And so we need to be aware of that. Amen. And we still need to walk around with our heads lifted up. We need to be encouraged. We still need to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So when you look at the resurrection, the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ was all subjects that was foretold. Amen. And John is trying to let us see the power of that gospel that they brought. Amen. So I want to pick up a little bit here today. Amen. In verse 18 of first John chapter three, uh, verse 18, John says, my little children, let us not love in word only. Uh, love in word, neither in tongue, but indeed in truth. Amen. We've got to know the truth. We've got to live our lives according to the truth. And we've got to operate and we've got to work in that truth. A lot of people say they're living truth, they're in the truth. But you will find that most of them are living their lives and serving according to doctrine of man and not according to the doctrine of Jesus Christ, Paul told the church in Colossians and uh, chapter two, uh, verse eighty-nine. Colossians two, eight and 9, Paul says, "Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ. For in Him." dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we're complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and powers. Amen. So John is trying to tell us, amen, to not just let your love be in word only. You've got to have action. You've got to have deeds. I mean, you've got to back up what you're saying. Now, if you notice James, go back to the book of James chapter 2. James chapter 2 real quick here. Amen. Starting with verse 14, James says, What profit, what doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he have faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart the part in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding, you give them not those things which are needful to the body. What doth it profit? Even so faith, if it have not works, is dead, being the long. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest there is but one God. Thou doest well. The devil also believes and trembles. But would thou know, O vain man, that faith, excuse me, without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son up at the altar? See thou how faith worketh with works, and by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed or charged unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Likewise also was Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messenger and had sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead, James tells us. So we can see here that if we do not have actions... With our love, then we're just making a noise. Amen. We have got to have action behind our love. If I say I love you, then I have to have actions. And so Jesus tells us that in these two commandments, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. We don't want our love to be hypocritical, amen. We don't want our love to be masked, uh, amen. We don't want an empty profession, amen, about our love. We want our love to be the real things. Uh, so if I am a child of God uh, and my Father is love, the Bible tells me in 1 John 4, 8, then my love must be real. My love must be sincere. My love must be the real deal for my brothers and sisters in the Lord, amen, we've got to be rooted and grounded in love. Paul says, "Let not love be without dissimulation, abhor that which is evil and clean to that which is good romans twelve nine so we don't want to you don't ever want your love to be hypocritical, amen, because Jesus says in john thirteen thirty five by this." Shall all men know you are my disciples? Are you a true disciple of Jesus Christ? Amen. The only way that the world will know that you are true disciples of Jesus Christ is, you've got to have the love of God operating in your life. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, notice verse 19, and this is where I, I want to try to focus a little bit today on our discipleship lesson. John goes on now. He's telling us that we need to not love in tongue only, uh, but we need to be in action with our deeds. In verse 19, verse John three nineteen, John says, And hereby we know that we are of the truth, uh, And shall assurance, assure, excuse me, our hearts before him. Praise God. Hereby we know that we are of the truth. Notice, and shall assure our hearts before him. John says this is how we know we are of the truth. This is how, because we love the brethren. We love one another. That's how we know we are the truth. This is why he said earlier, you know you have passed from death to life because you love the brethren. If I don't have love in my heart, I'm still dead. I'm still in my trespasses and sin. I am still walking in the old man. I am still living my life according to the ways of the flesh. Amen. And I'm going to die. But if I walk in light, the light as he's in the light, I have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses me from all unrighteousness. Amen. And hereby we know that We are in the truth, praise God. Jesus says, sanctify them through thy truth thy word is truth. Amen. So if the word of God is in me, that means that Christ is in me and the things of God, his attributes, his actions, his nature, his character should be in me as well as in you this morning. Amen. We have got to realize, amen, that we've got to have the truth of God inside of us, which is the Word of God, Amen, which will cause us to be able to do what God is asking us to do. If the Word of God is not hidden in your heart uh, and in your soul, then you're not going to do what God is asking of you to do. But if it's in you and it's living in you and it's, it's active in you, Then you will do what God is asking of us to do. Go to John 17 this morning real quick with me in your Bibles. John chapter 17. And we're going to start at verse one. And I'm going to read a little bit here for us this morning, hopefully to enlighten us. Jesus speaking here. The recorder John writes, these words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, and he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth, I have finished the works which thou gavest to me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was." I have manifest thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou hast given them to me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them. And have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thy thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, and that they may know me may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou givest me I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled." And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilling themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world have hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou should keep them from evil. They are of the wor- not of the world even as I am not of the world sanctify them through thy truth thy word is true as thou hast sent me into the world even so have i also sent them into the world and for their sake i sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth amen now notice what Jesus here, according to John, amen, has spoken. And I like that verse number uh, three here. He says, and this is life eternal, that they might know the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou has sent. Amen. Notice, the eternal life. This is life eternal what is life eternal everlasting life and he said this is life eternal what what that you might know the the only true god and Jesus Christ amen the only way you're going to have eternal life is you have to come into the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is And that way, once you have the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, then you will begin to understand the character and the nature of Jesus and how you are supposed to apply it to your life. Amen. This is life eternal that you may know the only true God. Jesus says in John 5, verse 39 and 40, Jesus says in John verse 39 and verse 40, he says, search the scripture, for in them you think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me, but you won't come to me that you might have life, amen, because the life is in him. I am come, John 10:10, 10, 10, that they may have life, and that. More abundantly. So John says, amen, in his writing that this is life eternal, which is Jesus Christ. Uh, now go with me again this morning to 1st John chapter 5 verse 20. Amen. 1st John chapter 5 verse 20. And we know that the Son of God is come and have given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even his son, Jesus Christ, this is the true God, And eternal life. Amen. Jesus Christ is the true God and the eternal life. Amen. We need to have this understanding. Paul says some have not the knowledge of Christ, uh, and I speak uh, to your shame Jesus Christ is the true God uh, and he is the eternal life amen and we know him because he is true praise God and so therefore to have this eternal life working in us we've got to search the scripture amen Jesus said because in him you think you have eternal life but they're all about him but you won't come to him so that you can have life. Amen. That's why he told Martha at Lazarus death. Uh, amen. At the tomb of Lazarus. Uh, when Martha said, Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus says, your brother is going to rise again. She says, well, I know he's going to rise again in the resurrection in the last day. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and I am the life. Amen. He that believeth in me, though he was dead, yet shall he live. Praise God. In him, the true God. What is this life eternal? It is to know the true God. Praise God. This is life eternal. It's to know God. People go to church every Sunday. People pray and they have no knowledge who God is. Praise God. John says, this is life eternal. Maybe that's why people just walk around discouraged. You're supposed to have life. And that more abundantly. And it flows from the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. This is life eternal. That's why Isaiah would write in Isaiah 7.14. For a virgin shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel. And Matthew, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 22 through 25... Matthew brings us the interpretation, amen, of Isaiah 7, 14, when he began to talk about the birth of Jesus Christ, that the birth of Jesus was on this wise. He goes on, that a virgin, that it might be fulfilled, that was prophet by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth the son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God. God is with us. Amen. God robed himself in flesh, uh, and he came to the earth. Uh, This is why Paul says to the church at Colossians, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit uh, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ. For in Him dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we're complete in Him which is the head of all principalities and powers. Uh, and Paul will tell Timothy and 1 Timothy 3.16... And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in to glory. Amen. So John's writing that Jesus says that to know life eternal is to know the one true God, And his son, Jesus Christ. And this is why the Lord says in Isaiah 43.10, You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, and neither shall there be after me. I, even I am the Lord, And beside me, there is no Savior. Amen. We are to be the witnesses of Almighty God, the true God, and His Son, Jesus Christ. We know who He is. The children of God should know who the true God is. You need to know who your dad is. You need to know your Heavenly Father. You need to know who he is and what he's able to do. Amen. And then Jesus praying, he goes on in verse seventeen of John seventeen, seventeen. Notice what he says here. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. The word of God is truth. Now notice John, drop back to John 1, starting with verse 1. John says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and was not anything made that was made. Watch Verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Uh, That's why Jesus prayed, amen, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Amen. You see, in David, the Psalms has written, and in Psalms 138, verse 2, that thou hast exalted thy word above the name. Amen. The word was there before we ever know the name, before we ever knew what Jesus' name was. As the Lord told Moses, he says, Your father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob knew me by the Lord Almighty, but by my name Jehovah, they did not know me. Amen. The Jehovah, the Eternal God, amen, the existent One, amen, the name Jesus means Jehovah is salvation, praise God. So if you know the one true God, so Jesus says, sanctify them by Thy truth, Thy name, I mean Thy word. As truth, Uh, the word of God took on flesh uh, and blood uh, and came to the earth. Uh, He lived as a human being. He became the all-sacrificial lamb slain from the foundation of the earth for your and my sins. Praise God. Now notice what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 11, Paul says, and such, he was talking about the sins of the world and the people of the world. And he's trying to let us see how God has brought us out of the world. See, this is what we go back to John says, you know, you pass from life to death. I mean, death to life, excuse me, not life to death, but you pass from death to life. See, once you repent of your sins, once you're baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, God fills you with the Holy Ghost, you are to walk in newness of life. So, John, I mean, Paul, right into the church at Corinth here, he says in the 11th chapter, and such were some of you, but you're washed, but you're sanctified, but you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. There's no separation here. He's just putting common sense for complete thoughts. Amen. That the name, you're sanctified, you're justified, you're washed. That's why you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. For neither is there salvation, Acts 4.12, and any other. For there is none other name under heaven given unto men, whereby... We must be saved. So we are sanctified by the name and the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, our God. That's why Paul says in Romans 8 and 9, amen, you are not in the flesh, he says Romans 8, verse 9. He says you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit, amen, Romans chapter 8, verse 9. You're not in the flesh, but you're in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of His. So you see, the spirit of God needs to dwell in you. That's what John says in First John chapter uh, uh, five, verse seven. Amen. He said there's three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. So you say to me, Pastor, are you trying to tell me that the Son does not bear witness uh, with the Father? and the Holy Ghost in heaven? No, my friend. I'm just trying to tell you that the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld His glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. Almighty God took on flesh and blood just like you and I. He walked on this earth as a human being. This is life eternal, John says, that you may know the true God and His Son, Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus says in John 14, verse 1 through 9. Amen. John 14, verse 1 through 9. He says, Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it was not so I would have told you. i go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know the way you know. And Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest and how. And we know the way. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Notice what Jesus says here. I am the way. Without the way, you don't know where to go. Without the truth, you cannot know. And without the life, you cannot live. Remember what he said? "Sanctify them through. Thy truth, thy word, is truth. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. We beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father of grace and truth. That's why Paul would say, you're sanctified by the name of Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. God is Jesus. He is the everlasting Father. He is the Prince of all peace. Praise God. Woo! Go back to verse 7. John 14, 7. Through 12. We're gonna, we're gonna wind this up. Amen. Uh, Through verse 9, brother. If you had known me. Oh. Whoa. If you had known me, Jesus says, you should have known the Father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father. And it sufficed with us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you? And yet thou hast not known me, Philip. He that have seen me have seen the Father. And how says thou then show us the Father? Amen. This is life eternal that you may know the only true God and his Son, Jesus Christ. He took on flesh. Behold, a virgin can receive and bear son. But the Son would be Almighty God, robed and manifest in flesh. And John says, this is life eternal. You, <laughs> life, eternally life, is to know the true God. Man, what a revelation. What a truth to know who Jesus Christ is. Praise God. And that way, notice what John says. He says, not only that Jesus says, and sanctify them through thy truth, he says, but that you shall also have assurance and confidence. Ha! Notice, notice what John says there in 1st John. Chapter 3, verse 19. At the end there, last portion of verse 19. And shall assure our hearts before Him. In other words, you will have confidence. In other words, you will be fully persuaded. Amen. Of your hearts before Him. Because you know that you will someday stand before Him. Amen. Once you know Him, you're going to pass from death the life. Praise God. He's come to give you life and that more abundantly. Hear what the writer is trying to get us to say. And we've had this confidence within us. Notice what Paul writing to the church at Philippi and Philippians one six, Paul says being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. What God started in you, God will Perform you've got to be confident, Paul goes on, he went to the church at Thessalonica and first Thessalonians one chapter one, verse five Paul says. The gospel, our gospel, came not unto you and word only, but it came in power. It came in the Holy Ghost. And it came in much assurance. As you know what matter of men, we were among you for your sake. The gospel didn't just come in a word only. Amen. It came with power. It came with the Holy Ghost. And it came with much assurance. It came with power. The psalmist says in Psalm 62 11, God has spoken once, and twice have I heard this? The power belong unto God. Jesus Christ, after his resurrection in Matthew 18, I mean 28 18, he says all power in heaven and in earth is given unto me. Praise God. He owns it all. He has all power in heaven and in earth. Praise God. And behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Amen. The gospel didn't just come in word only. It came with power. It came with the Holy Ghost. Praise God! That's what John says. There's three that bear working in heaven: the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. Notice, you're, you, I think you might be missing it out there. But let me explain to you. Notice what First John one five says. I mean five seven says. There are three that bear record in heaven: the Father, the Word. And the Holy Ghost, stay with me, stay with me. God has all power. So when he robed himself in flesh, almighty God came to the earth. So Paul is saying the gospel didn't just come in word as a portion of God. Amen. It came with power. And it came with the Holy Ghost. Uh, The three. uh, Amen. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost are one. So when God robed himself in flesh, the Holy Ghost was in him. Praise God. That's why He when he raised, he said, I'll send back the Comforter. Praise God. And notice, Paul says, and it has much assurance. Amen. You can stand someday by this gospel before Jesus Christ. Amen. You have to be confident of this very thing. Praise God. God. They was fully persuaded. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, in the faith chapter, that through faith, uh, Sarah or herself also received strength uh, to conceive seed uh, when she was past age. Why? Because she judged them faithful that had promised. Uh, and there sprang forth even as one. And these as being good as dead, there sprang forth uh, as many as the stars in heaven and multitude uh, and the sand by the seashore and newborn these all died having not received the promise but having seen them afar off and embraced them and was persuaded of them they was persuaded by the things of almighty God and this is life eternal that you may know the one true God and his son Jesus Christ if you are in Christ you've got much assurance living in you because Paul writing to the church at Rome in the ninth verse of Romans eight and nine, he says, If the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you Romans eight nine and 10, I mean ten he says if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that quicken raised Christ will also quicken your mortal body by the same spirit which dwelleth in you. oh man, come assurance, fully persuade Hallelujah that what he promised he's able to to do. man this day this resurrection Sunday should be a day that you're just shouting all over the place. Amen. Because as he rose from the dead, you should be risen from the dead. You should not be walking around discouraged, amen, worrying about things. But you should be rejoicing in the Lord always. And John says, and hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Amen. We're going to have confidence. Praise God. That's why Paul says in Ephesians 4, 11 through 15, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God. To a perfect man. To the fondness of the statue of Christ. That we be no more children tossed to and fro. And carried about with every wind of doctrine. Where they lie wait to deceive. But we should grow up in him. Who is the head. Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hereby we know him. And that life eternal. And is in Jesus Christ. Praise God this morning. Amen. God, I love you. Thank you, Jesus, for your word this morning. Amen. We're going to take a pause for a few seconds here, a few minutes this morning. Amen. And then we're going to come right back into our resurrection service. And we pray that you would join with us. Contact your friends. Contact your loved ones. Contact your neighbors. Amen. Tell them to join with us today at this resurrection service. Amen. God bless you this morning.